where four teaching friends from across the country who have discovered that if you don't laugh, you cry and lose sight of your why. I'm Retta. I'm Deanne. I'm Tracy. And I'm Kathy. And we teach so hard. You know what's really hard? Yes, loss, love, and letting go. Today mm. we're, yeah, today we're talking about Goodbye for Now by Lori Frankel. It's a book about using artificial intelligence to simulate staying in touch with loved ones who have passed on. This science fiction book is a little change for us in our four-book book discussion. But as teachers, using technology more and more, it does pose some interesting questions on just how far we're willing to go as technology rules our lives more and more each day. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Do not <laughs> listen if you haven't read the book yet. <laughs> Grab a copy, enjoy a fun summer read, and then come back and listen. So I chose this book for us, and I just fell in love with the characters of Sam and Meredith. The main character, Sam Elling, is a coding genius. He works for an online dating site in Seattle and develops an algorithm that allows a user to actually find the perfect match on the first try. As the site makes its money by charging for ongoing subscriptions while their users struggle to find the perfect mate, Sam <laughs> soon finds himself unemployed and his algorithm is removed from the site. They want people to have to search and search and pay, you know, pay the membership. Mm. So Sam, who also coincidentally has been kind of dateless and not real successful socially, um, uses his own algorithm and he finds the love of his life, Meredith, a co-worker who also quickly falls in love with Sam. Love at first sight. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I loved their relationship. So like just the dialogue between them also was so cute. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like the time when he finds out that, or he thinks she's been kidnapped at the family, um, yeah. at the family Christmas. At the family Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the genuine concern and the humor that they're just not, you know, communicating. And she really has food poisoning and is hiding in a bathroom where no one can Right, right. <laughs> and he goes and sits outside the door so she's not alone while she's sick. I'm oh, like, my God. Their love. I mean, what an, what an inspiration. It was I know. Just, it was so beautiful. Well, unemployed Sam, with a lot of time on his hands, um, is prepared to deal with life. But tragedy strikes the couple and um, Meredith's beloved grandmother, who also happens to be her best friend in the world, dies suddenly. And Sam, thinking he's helping, develops a new algorithm in an attempt to ease Meredith's grief. So he develops this through the use of all the online footprints that have been left by Meredith and Libby, her grandma, as, as they have been communicating over the years. And his work now makes it possible for Meredith to communicate with Livy online as if her grandmother is still alive. And the messages make it seem as if I love this part. She's only away 
in Florida yeah. their winter home. <laughs> yeah. I, one of the- Isn't that where all the older people go? That's um, right. And the communication works so well for Meredith. It really helps her that she convinces Sam to open a company called Repose, which offers customers the ability to, quote, communicate online with their own lost loved ones. And that's the premise of the whole story. What blows my mind about this is that the people actually look like themselves. I just, it's almost like they're real. That's just amazing. Yeah, their faces come up and it looks like you're having a video chat with them. Yep. You You also get emails, you know, whichever you choose, but wow. I I was thinking what a hip grandma she was too. Like, wow, her grandma actually communicated with her through the, you know, through computers. Yes. Yes. It was really interesting to me. I chose to listen to this particular read um, because I was on vacation. And so I had a lot of driving. And so my best friend listening to it at the same time. And our reactions were so different to what... Really? Very. And and my friend um, has experienced a lot of death and loss in her personal life within her family, some at a very young age. So I was just fascinated by her response to this book because she was appalled. She (gasps) She was upset. She said, this is creepy. Well, like Meredith's parents. That, that was their yes. Just thinking that. Yes. 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 They didn't want to talk to Libby. They didn't want to no. see her. Or and, and I kept thinking, my God, you know, I would have would not have predicted that. I would have expected that she would have wanted to be able to talk to her father again because she lost him at a very young age, that she would have, you know, seen the 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 beauty in being able to do that. Um I, I, Did you ask her that question? What you know? What if you could talk to your father, a specific person? Um, I did not because she was really. I mean, it was like a forceful reaction, like <laughs> like like let me let me out of the car. I can't stand. <laughs> and I was holding her hostage when she was in the car with me. <laughs> I didn't make. I didn't push too hard because I really wanted to finish. I wanted to finish listening. <laughs> well, you know, you know what, Tracy, you've had a lot of loss too. How did how did the book hit you? Um, you know. I had a very, uh, I didn't feel like it was creepy. I, but I did have a reaction of this is not right. And I think why I had that reaction is as crappy as it is, that's like the, the book talk everlasting kept running through my brain because uh, it was the last one I shared with my kids. And in it, Angus Tuck says to Winnie, Angus is the immortal. Winnie is not. He says to her, don't be afraid of death. Be afraid of an unlived life. You don't have to live forever. You just have to live. And I questioned as, as these people are sitting in front of these screens and some of them can't peel themselves away from them. Yes. Mm. You know, they've, they're sacrificing their lives for that. This yeah. Biz, business was really yeah. good. Well, their, their lives stop, was. right? It kind of stays in that mm-hmm. one place. Although, what about yeah, the guy? They don't. What live. about the guy who? Um, I can't remember his name. The one who was cooking with his brother every night. Yeah, yeah. Didn't it help him to move on? I, I think. Well, I, I don't know. 
I I think it did for some of the people. They did eventually move on. Yes. Kind of. I think, I think we're into a, the next section we were going <laughs> yeah, to discuss. But, you know, how would it make you feel? Would you use it? Let's get let's get into that let's section. Let's transition. Then, yeah. Yeah. Let's transition. Don't <laughs> we'll say transition. You, That's creepy. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that all people would appreciate a service like Repose? And would you yourself use it? Let's talk about that. I do. So when I was reading the book, I was wishing it was real. I would definitely use it. Um, I I just see so much healing and value in doing that, and um, even a review of why you love that person so much. I would, I I would definitely use it too. I know you know my mom died when I was fifteen, and I would love, love, love to be able to have a conversation with her now. You know, but she, there was no, there was no computer technology back then. So you wouldn't have the footprints and Sam wouldn't be able to help you. No, unfortunately. And he, he wouldn't be able to help me either for several of the people, but for one or two, mm-hmm. well, I would now. definitely be able to use that service. And, um, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would. I would too. Yeah. But the thing is, it's, you got to pull yourself away from it though. You know, like you can't just sit there and do that and not live. So right. yeah, I think you have to be careful of that. Right. But then consider the one with the parents who had lost their child. Oh God. And you know, then, then repose became their whole world and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and damaged them in many ways. Yeah. And I, I, it just is bringing me to, I'm just changing a little bit, but at that, that hospital St. Giles with the dying oh children gosh, and the parents just horrible. wanted them to tape stuff. Oh, oh my awful. God. Trying to create the computer oh, footprint. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. I would not. I would not either. <laughs> Why wouldn't you, Tracy? You wouldn't. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I would not because I think as sad as it is, that's, that's a part of life. It's also Mm. loss is how we grow. And so I just think that, um, it has an addictive quality or could have an addictive quality. And you know, the other thing, I I think about my, you know, losing my own mom, which was, it's been kind of recent, you know, three years ago. And, um, I have on my phone, um, one of the birthday traditions, she and my father would call me every year and sing happy birthday. And it was usually. That's our tradition too. Yeah, it was family. usually pretty funny. Everyone calls. Yeah. <laughs> and sings. It was really pretty funny. And I saved those messages. I don't know why I, I save things like that, but I do. And I did save some emails from my mom. Um, some of her last ones actually. And, um, I revisit those when I want to hear her voice, Mm. but the thing is, is it's her voice and I know it's her voice. It's a real memory that I have. So it's her voice while she was alive because repose would recreate her voice. I, I don't want to interact with something artificial. I want to react, interact with my mom and, to me, the line of what's real and what's not is too blurred. It's yeah. just too blurred. Mm-hmm. What about you, I, Kathy? I, I don't. 
I don't know. I, I don't think I would use it. Um, but then again, I have not yet lost someone close to me. Lots of elderly around me currently, but you know, like, I, but I have not um, <laughs> lost someone yet. So I can't speak in someone else's shoes. But I just, I think I'd want more of the memories. I could see myself like you, Tracy, like playing videos or playing audios of our mm-hmm. actual times together. But I don't know if I would, it kind of creeps me out a little bit thinking, hmm, that's how the computer says they would answer this question or talk to me or, or, yeah. or I with I could see myself being like Meredith, how, remember she started getting frustrated because she didn't feel like her, like Libby was giving her enough like it was, she repeated yeah. herself. Yeah, Libby was always saying, "Well, I got to go right, play or have a margarita." Yeah, yeah. Come see me. Come visit. That, that <laughs> creep. That was that part was creepy to me. Like, oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and sometimes see, it was- I, it might even be our age difference. So I found that comforting when when she said, "Come visit uh-huh. me." Because that I would think that would give Meredith a warm feeling because she had at times gone to visit her. Well, I think the tough thing with that is it kept repeating yes, that, yes. you know, some of the things that would just keep yeah. saying over again. And that's what's a little bit weird. Yeah, the robot yeah. gone bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> RBB. It reminds, me, it reminds me, too, of some science fiction where you, uh, you know, science fiction movies where, uh, and even some that I've read, where you're – you're interacting with a being that you think is a, is a human being. And then suddenly the mask drops. And that to me is like a twilight ugh. zone. <laughs> That's what yeah. I was just thinking, Kathy, that episode with the little boy. Do you remember that in the telephone and his grandma? I don't no, I don't know if I remember that one. Mm-mm. Okay, so the little boy, and I think it was Billy Mummy, but I'm not sure, um, gets a te- I was a big that's Twilight right. Zone fan. I still am. Um, twi- well, that's why I Me picked too. a science fiction book here. Um, Billy Mummy gets a telephone as a birthday gift from his grandma. A toy telephone. It was in the 50s, obviously, because Twilight Zone. And his his grandma says, you can call me on this phone whenever you need me. And, you know, he was talking to his grandma on the phone in his bedroom and his parents didn't think that much of it. But then grandma died. Oh, and he still keeps using the phone. And and he's still talking to her. Mm -hmm. And um, the the parents are furious and dad gets on the phone because it was his mom. You've got to stop this. You know, you're destroying our son's life. Don't take him with you. He wants to see you, and then the little boy comes close to drowning in, in their backyard pool, pool and he, they think it's because he wants to go be with his grandma. It just, you know, their whole life is messed up, and finally grandma decides that she's not going to communicate from the other Whoa. side anymore. So that, that was kind of like a, a pre a pre foreshadowing of this book, maybe. I don't know. I do... I do remember that one now, Rita. And the other thing I kept thinking about with it yeah. was the moral ramifications of it, the possibility. It's like, you know, the technology right now of automatic cars. And I keep thinking about in this day and age, in this world with hackers, do I really want to be driving something that's being driven by a computer system that could be hacked into? You know, I mean, think- <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. That's a, that's and a so, thought. Oh and my so God. there Scary. you are, you know, and you're dealing with people who are grief stricken, who are very, very, very vulnerable. And, you know, what happens when the, the, the person on the screen starts to manipulate a little bit, little bit by little bit by little bit. I mean, think about the power you're handing someone over your emotional state. Mm hmm. Well, yeah, and it's only true. lucky it's that, you know, yeah. Sam and Meredith and what was the cousin's name? Ian? Dash. Dash, Dash. Dash. Um, Dash. That they were such good people, right? Like that was never their intent to manipulate people. It was to bring comfort. But it, right. could, it could go a whole different way exactly. if they were different founders. Absolutely. And my oh. Ray Bradbury brain <laughs> was going there at the beginning. Right. Oh, yeah. or, or what if Sam right. sold it, you know, yeah. and who, who knows who That's would right. buy it. Right. And you're right, too, with, those, with hackers nowadays and, and people that are really pure evil. Uh, could you imagine? There's just, oh my it, God. it's, I, it kind of. I don't remember where I saw it or who said it, but just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Power comes responsibility. Right. right. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. If you could, who would you choose to use Sam's service with? And I mean, I think we kind of did talk about that a little bit. And maybe we've jumped the gun, guys, because the next thing that we had was how would it help or not help you? Um, do we need to talk about that further? Well, I have a person. We don't necessarily need to transition. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I have a, a person who, who was a teaching colleague, and we lost her. And she used to give me the best advice. Mm-hmm. I've told you this one before. When she'd tell me when I was crying at the end of the year, don't worry, mm-hmm. they're making more, and when they're ready, they'll send them. Um, how to how to deal with forces inside your building who are sucking your time and energy? Walk fast and carry <laughs> papers. I mean, she had <laughs> that's really she good. had an answer for everything. She was like mm-hmm. the fountain of knowledge, and and um, as a teacher, I missed mm. her frequently through the years. And we did, you know, we were like right on the cusp of um, everybody communicating by email and so forth. So I would have had a little bit of a footprint and we were on Facebook together. And I don't know, there are times in my life when I just wonder, what would Joni mm-hmm. say? What would Joni do? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I, I, think, I think I would use a service like Repose Responsibly. I'd like to think that to go and get some advice, to just go and hear something that I know I've heard before, but maybe. Okay, so that's, that's interesting. That just made me think, Retta, I wonder if there should almost be a, um, like a time, time frame before you're allowed to use repose. You know what I mean? While your grief, Mm -hmm. maybe your grief subsides a little bit, because if you're too grief stricken, you may use repose a lot differently than if you just, kind of missed someone and wanted to get their advice again, or, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder if they put into play. Mm-hmm. Now that's it. Yeah. Hmm. That that's sense. an interesting suggestion. So we should <laughs> rewrite the novel. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything else to do. How about you? Yeah. I'll right. Take, I'll take Lori's novel and copyright away from her and we'll rewrite it. So, <laughs> let's do transition to this. Let's talk a little bit about Meredith. Oh, there's a the spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, and here it is. Yes. Yes. Why oh, was yeah. it necessary yeah. for Meredith to die? 
So the whole time I was listening to this, my wheels were turning because, um, you know, Sam had the loss. And if I even entertained it for a minute. Um, you know, is Sam going to try to bring his mother back? But then there wasn't enough of a footprint for that. Um, but I did have that thought. And I had that thought, too, of how interesting it is that the person who is has created this program, this this capability, is someone who often thinks about his loss, but has no memory of, you know, no memory to go on. I thought that was fascinating. Mm-hmm. So Meredith dying, right? Um, I do think it was necessary because I think that it pushed Sam to put himself in his customer's shoes, to put himself in that position. Right. right. And, and creator. Yes. I mean, because right. he'd lost his mother, you know, as a, as a very small child, he had no way, no, I don't want to say Sam didn't have a moral compass because I think he did. I just mean he had, there were no, there was nothing in his personal life to provide a checks and balance for him of, is this, something that's good is this something that's bad is this you know he had his misgivings but he didn't have a personal experience to anchor it to you know how the the users were never supposed to tell the uh the subject they were communicating right. with yeah. they, they did, actually they did every died. time <laughs> they they were you know yep well yeah okay but but Meredith provided a subject that knew about repos while she was alive. And then her communications then could be different. Yes. Because she had probably, I'm sure she did. She communicated about repos through voicemail, through emails, through text messages. Um, So that would all be part of her. And it just, I think it, um, I was really angry with the author when Meredith died at first. Like, why did that have to happen, yeah. you know? But I, I think it, it was a really good vehicle for her, too. I think um, that it also set him eventually on the road to recovery and beginning to live again. But I also think that happened when Josh died because he just sat on the floor oh, and, was cried so and cried and yeah. cried. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it really was. But he began to realize, I think, that he, he just mm-hmm. has to live yeah. again. You yeah. know, he, he just has to stop looking at her through mm-hmm. well you know, and didn't repose. even Meredith say that in one of their when he was communicating with her because they had talked about those things didn't she say remember this is not how repose was supposed to be or this is how it was supposed to be right but there was yeah. yes, yes well that was the the last letter that Deanne was yeah. pointing out before there we was also on air. um yeah. I, I, there was something toward the end too where she said or he realized that because they were together all the time, they didn't have as much of a digital footprint toward the end, right? Mm-hmm. Because they were together mm-hmm. in person and they had all those yeah. memories, but not necessarily oh, digital yes. memories. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 It was sad. Very sad, though. <laughs> Did you go read you know, the, the kinds of things she was saying to him in that last letter, I'm reading it again, like even in the last paragraph, it's kind of like the things that 
people say to their relatives who are dying, yeah. let go, it's okay to go. Oh, mm-hmm. she's telling him it's, it's okay, okay to go to forward into it's okay life. To live. Yes, yeah. yes. She, yeah, she yeah, gives, it's okay yeah. to live. She gives him the okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and maybe in his in his emotional state at that time, yeah, that was as necessary as telling a loved yes. one who's dying yeah. that it's okay to let go of life. Yes, yeah, life. I love their little yeah. support group too. The those ladies who would always come in. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And that poor lady, I guess she had oh, Alzheimer's ten, yeah. or something, or she was getting that many. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I did love the so characters sad. in this book. Yeah. I did. I like yes. the, I wasn't yes. enamored totally with the writing, but I was enamored with the story and the characters and the premise of the story and the themes. Yeah. But. I wasn't in love with the writing, but that's okay. Well, because it's, you know, because mm-hmm. I, w- I was in love with her writing and I came to her okay. writing from another book um, that, that she wrote later. And I've read online that yeah. she's gotten better and better with each book. She's a fairly new author. And the other book oh, was I about love, a family who yes, has a transgender child. Mm-hmm. Kathy recommended it. Yeah. And how they raise that child. Um, it's is, called This how Is it always How was, It Always... How, how does that go? This, okay. This is How okay. It Always Is, I think. Something like that. It's so good. You well, might no, want to give her another chance. The interesting thing... I definitely want to give her one. Yeah. The interesting, go ahead, Kathy. Uh, no, no, no. no is, I was just thinking on um, the Samurai's Garden and Where the Crawdads Sing. Both of those books were very much... Um, descriptive setting wise. It was beautiful, the language, but I think Mm -hmm. Lori Frankel's books touches on um, kind of some tricky issues, right? Like the transgender or, um, or this, and it's not so much her writing is lyrical and beautiful, but she, Mm. it's her issues. And then it's her character development. I think that really draws readers to her book. Yeah. She makes characters that she creates, creates characters that you care about. And she has them speak in fairly simple language, so it isn't real. No, but um, it, it's realistic dialogue and things. But it's, it, it, yeah, yeah, realistic. What, what and it I was talking about, like specifically, and I, this is just one part where I was kind of like, okay, come on, seriously. Uh, when she's describing the Christmas <laughs> celebration, and it it started to feel like it was description for the sake of description. And I kept, you know, I kept wanting to say, okay, I get it. You know, let's, let's move the story forward. Um, And, and the description itself, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I, I fully, I totally would read her again because I, like I said, I did love the characters in the book and I did love the premise of the story. That was fascinating to me. And the fact that it was some modern science fiction um, was also fascinating because uh, I, I, it made me want to pick up my old science fiction and read it again. I know. I, I am a huge science, science fiction, fiction fantasy really. fiction. Yeah. And me too. Yeah. yeah, I am too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Vampires and everything. But you know what? She she's not no, Ron Serling or Ray but, Bradbury by no. any means. But but she's taken real world issues in each yeah. of her books. I think she has three books 
real world yes. issues and yes. found mm-hmm. a way to say, what if? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, oh, it, which is what science fiction way. is meant yeah. to do. And in, in reading this book, right. I could totally, totally see this, you know, science fiction is supposed to be something that could eventually become true. And I could totally see mm-hmm. this happening. And it makes you think about, okay, if it were to finally come to fruition, what are the ramifications right. of that? Well, because there's enough, um, there's enough yeah. realistic right. parts for you to question what if, not like yeah. this is so out of the ordinary that it could never happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So you know what? One other thing that she said um, in in this book, Lori Frankel, about um, the the footprint that we leave. It's not always. If you look at some people's Facebook pages and they just have the best vacations and they eat the best food and they have the most perfect families and they love them all the time and whatever. I'm assuming I've never done one of those online dating sites, but I've known people who have. I'm assuming oh, yeah. a lot of those no. Profo- no. profiles aren't who you really are. And, no. and yeah. Sam, Sam knew that and he got to the bottom of it and he would get in there. That's how he got the perfect algorithm mm-hmm. for the dating site in the first place. It's, it's a combination of what you post he says, and who you really people, are. What people think yeah. they want and who people think they are isn't necessarily right. what they want yes. and who they are. That is the very beginning of the book. And, and that, true. that was yes. interesting to me too. And I kind of feel like that, that whole quote, which goes into our next section, it was a little bit of a foreshadowing because think about the issue that right. we're talking about here, right? You know, you think you want to be able to talk to your loved one again, but do you really? I mean, yes. not in that way. Yeah, do you right. really want to do that? Um, as a question I kept thinking about the entire book. So let's talk about that. Let's transition over to what was your favorite quote or your favorite takeaway moment from the book? Retta or Dan, lead us off. Well, Okay, I'm just going to go with that quote that that Retta was referring to because it just really makes so much sense, especially when somebody's passed. It says, so live, Sam, go outside, meet people, comfort the bereaved and the sick and the dying and the lost and let them comfort you too. Mm -hmm. Love more, make new memories, forget pieces of me and of us, let go, it's okay. I hold us in my Mm. perfect memory. I'll be right (laughs) here waiting for you kind of sad you know yeah <laughs> but true so yeah well my quote is real short it's the title it's the title of one of the chapters i do love the way um mm-hmm. she titled the chapters and towards the end there's a chapter called dying isn't dead and i think mm. there are so many ways that death doesn't have to be final and that you can, you know, find other ways to remember a loved one and other ways to kind of communicate inside your own head, inside your dreams, um, using a journal. It doesn't have to be repose. And yet I leave this book still <laughs> I don't know wishing if I have a favorite repose could quote be real something. Because kind of like we said, it wasn't as um, 
you know, lyrical or anything as, as some of the other books, but it just really left me thinking. I mean, I still continue to think about it. Is it, is it helping people move on or is it keeping people stuck? You know, those kind of issues. It just, it's, I haven't stopped thinking about the book. So I think that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is good. For me, um, this one stuck with me. Some sadness has no remedy. Some sadness you can't make better. And I say that from the place of thinking about, um, you know, what makes us grow and move forward through life. And to me, it's it's not just the beautiful moments. It's also the moments of loss. Because that's how, that's what defines, that's what defines yes. our richness, yes. right? You can't appreciate things unless you've that's had That's what makes us real. Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah, have definitely. the beautiful without the ugly. I mean, it is yes. what it is. And so when you remove that from the equation, then I question for me, um, you know, people can live with sadness. That's what helps us experience joy more fully um and it's a part of life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it makes it makes you stronger too sucks, you know but, you can but the thing is, yep it, it it sucks yeah yeah lots lots of exactly. things that help us grow also suck oh, at first. Yeah. that's true that's true what's exactly. the old saying no pain that, no that gain was really <laughs> a big one too for me well ladies we are yes. out of time today yeah. this was our um, gosh, this was our last book discussion. And you need to be sure if you're listening to check out Rita's blog post. She's got a freebie created just for you to celebrate this book and the themes in this book. Um, that, that blog post link will be in the show notes. Um, you also need to make sure that you join us next week. We are so excited because believe it or not, some <laughs> of us haven't met. We've only talked on We are going to be meeting. We are actually taking an unconference together on an island in Lake Huron called Mackinac Island. And we will be broadcasting live on our Facebook page. Check out that link in the show notes. Um, We'll also be doing some special podcast broadcasts from the island. And we'll be talking about horrors, the start of school and the special plans that we have in store for you. Um, over the next school year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you thought if you thought repose was scary, wait till school starts. We hope that you'll tune in because we've got a lot of cool stuff and fancy uh, fancy fancy plans. <laughs> it's early. That's right. So make sure that you visit those blog post notes, check out our Facebook page, and we will see you soon because you teach so hard. Thank you.